Happy Friday, everyone. April 29, 2022, and welcome to episode number 302 of the study session. Round one is in the banks, everybody. Pick number 20 is in the banks, everybody. And we know who the future quarterback of your Pittsburgh Steelers is. None other than Kenny Pickett. Going to talk all about KP here today on the session. Very exciting on this Friday. But as always, want to start the show by saying thank you, thank you, thank you for being a supporter of the Still Study for listening, reading, and sharing my work with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me, so thank you for that. I would love to connect with you. We could do that one of three ways. You can comment directly on the articles at the bottom of the page. You can hit me up via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com, and you can also give me a follow on Twitter at Still Study. would love to connect with you, get your question, comment, feedback on the show. Every Saturday, I do the Steelers Saturday Mailbag, in which I do just that. I get your question, comment, feedback on the show. You drive the content. You design it. You make it happen. So let's connect. And also, please be reminded of the podcast that I do over on Jim Wexel's site, The Still City Insider. Our podcast is called The Still City Insider Podcast. Jim and I recorded last Sunday. But that episode is going to be a little bit outdated because... The Steelers have made their round one selection. We'll probably be recording next week sometime following the draft. But check it out. Jim is super knowledgeable and insightful about your Pittsburgh Steelers. And that show is linked in the show notes. So we finally have our answer. We now know which of the big five was the apple of the Steelers' eye. And I went from Ritter to Pickett and then back to Ritter and then to Howell. And I was advocating for the Steelers to select Howell. I didn't think Kenny Pickett would have been on the board. So was surprised to see him there at 20. And in fact, the scenario that was discussed earlier in the week that all five quarterbacks would be there at 20, that none would come off the board was in fact true. So the Steelers had their pick of the litter. I thought it was going to be Malik Willis at that point. I thought both Willis and Pickett would have been gone, but they were both there, and the Steelers selected the University of Pittsburgh legend. So now what Pittsburgh has is a player they are very familiar with who played right next door, played at Heinz Field, use the same facility. So there is comfort. There is familiarity there. There's not going to be as much of a transition for Pickett because he knows the organization. And Matt Canada actually recruited Pickett to play at Pitt, even though they never worked together because Canada left for other jobs. But they're going to be reunited And Kevin Colbert and Mike Tomlin both stated in the press conference following the selection that it is an open competition at quarterback and that Kenny Pickett will be in the mix to be the starter. So now you're going to have, apparently, a three-way competition between Pickett, Trubisky, and Rudolph. But I will say this. I'll go on record. I put this in my article following the selection. Mason Rudolph is as good as gone. 
he will be shipped out, if not today on day two and rounds two and three, definitely on day three. And if they can get a six-rounder for him, even a seventh-rounder, I could see the Steelers unloading him just to get, give him an opportunity to go make his name elsewhere because it's not going to be here in Pittsburgh. With Kenny Pickett, so what does he bring to the table? If you remember back to my article about the magician, the intuition, and the technician, the magician being Malik Willis, the intuition being Kenny Pickett, Desmond Ritter being the technician. Pickett has an innate feel for the game from my perspective in the film that I have watched of him. He can put the ball in spots with a natural feel. He understands the context of the situation, the down and distance. And you see that in his ball placement. He can hit receivers in strides. Little dump passes are accurate. And he can evade pressure. He's nimble in the pocket. Has enough mobility to pull it down and run and pick up the big gain. And the dude's tough. He's a gamer. And that's going to be endearing to Steelers fans. And something else to keep in mind is he's already a hometown favorite in the city. And now that he's staying there, there is going to be such a buzz around him and a lot of pressure because fans are going to be expecting him to come in, win the starting job, and to perform at a high level. So he's going to have his work cut out for him in terms of what is expected for him. Now we've got to temper that enthusiasm because it's going to take him some time to acclimate to the NFL. And the biggest knocks on Pickett, if you'll remember, hand size and how potentially that could lead to ball security issues in terms of fumbles. There's also the concern about age that he's too old being that he's going to turn 24 in June, which I think is ridiculous. As long as players play now, especially at the quarterback position, he's got plenty of time to develop into a high caliber quarterback. And then the other knock on Pickett is they say, oh, well, he's already hit his ceiling. He is what he is. There can't be any more growth. That's nonsense. He's going to be 24 years old. He's not done developing as a quarterback. He hasn't had professional level coaching. He hasn't worked within an NFL organization. So to say that he's capped or limited in what he can become is really, where's the evidence? When I hear those arguments, where's the evidence? What do you have to show that he hasn't grown? In fact, if you look at his, just his statistical output in college, because it's some of the only numerical data that we have, he got better every year and he had his best year as a senior. So he's demonstrated that he can get better incrementally over a period of time. That's what you want. You don't want somebody who has a good year, then regresses, has a decent year, then a bad year. You want steady improvement over time. Kenny Pickett has shown that. What can we expect in year one? I think the best move 
for this team is to allow Pickett to sit for a period of time the whole year, if possible, behind Trubisky. And that's only if Trubisky is excelling. But as I've said earlier about any of these big five, should they be drafted, at the midpoint, if Trubisky's not performing well, then Pickett gets his opportunity. And he's got a lot of game experience from Pitt. He's probably the most NFL-ready out of all the players. So there will be no hesitation to put him out on the field if they believe he gives them the best chance at winning. And again, Trubisky may get the start, but if things go south, you didn't spend a first-round draft pick on a guy for no reason. He will be inserted into that lineup. And again, with his star power that he already has in Pittsburgh, fans will be clamoring for that. And if he does well, he will be the crown prince of the city. So a lot of people rooting for this guy. And I am too. How can you not? He's a Pittsburgh Steeler. He is now one of us. He's one of us. And I would be remiss if I didn't mention the fact that back in the early 80s, the Steelers passed on another pit quarterback by the name of Dan Marino. And while that's not a reason why they selected Pickett, in the back of their minds, maybe subconsciously, the ownership had that imprinted on their brains. They didn't want to make that same mistake twice. And let's say that Pickett has a successful, productive career. And performs at a high level. That parallel will always be brought up. Sure, they passed on Dan Marino, but they didn't make the same mistake twice with Kenny Pickett. Interesting narrative that is possible here for the Steelers. So again, round one is in the books. Now we're on to rounds two and three tonight. Looking for the Steelers to go wide receiver, possibly safety, possibly cornerback, possibly maybe a tackle, maybe another interior offensive lineman, maybe inside linebacker. A lot of different ways they could take this thing rounds two and three. I still want to see where Sam Howe goes. I'm cheering for the dude, cheering for all these guys. I feel like I have a personal investment in all five of these quarterbacks just based on how much study I've done of them. So looking forward to see where Malik Willis goes, where Ritter goes, where Corral goes, where Howell goes. And just, I'm going to be tracking their performances and their careers over the next several years. But to recap, Kenny Pickett. He's a Pittsburgh Steeler. He is your next quarterback. 
studying, 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 that is it. That is the end. That is the conclusion of episode number 302. And my gratitude to all of you for being listeners and supporters of The Still Study. Love you guys so much. What a great weekend. What a great start to the weekend with the picket selection. Enjoy rounds two and three tonight. Enjoy rounds four through seven on Saturday. Going to have a lot of coverage for you this weekend of the draft. Just take some time to step back, relax, enjoy your life, do something good for someone else and for yourself. And remember, on this fabulous Friday, on this Kenny Pickett Friday, that life is beautiful and the black and gold. Peace, everyone. Make it a great day.